Welcome to the Hemp Del Soul Podcast. All health, no high. Here's your host, Mary Lisa Lawless. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number one of the Hempdale Soul Podcast. I am your co-host and producer of the show, Jeremy Wolf, and I'm here with your host, Mary Lisa Lawless. Mary Lisa, how are you doing today? I am awesome and amazing. <laughs> glad, glad to hear it, as you always are, as you always are. And by the way, congratulations on this, the first episode of your very own podcast. Very, very exciting. So congratulations. Absolutely. It's very exciting to be able to do this. It's uh, something I thought about doing for a couple of years. <laughs> doing yeah, I, I bought equipment and everything, and it just didn't happen. Well, it's happening now, and there's no time <laughs> like the present. And I am definitely excited to get into this because what you do with your business is really near and dear to my heart, this whole alternative medicine, holistic healing. Uh, so I'm excited to be on this journey with you. So why don't we start off with, why don't you share with the listeners a little bit about what you do at Hempdale Soul, and then we'll talk a little bit about how you how you got here. Okay, awesome. So with Hempdale Soul, it sort of came as an offshoot of looking for alternatives to medication. Um, 2018, all the buzz was, wow, CBD, CBD, CBD. Um, and I just needed to educate myself, did a lot to get out there, educate myself. There was a, a doctor who was a rheumatologist and a pain management specialist, Dr. Shearer. I think she's up in Deerfield. Um, I went to listen to a talk that she was doing on the use of CBD for pain management. And when she explained to me that CBD was different from hemp or that hemp and marijuana were different plants um, in the cannabis family, I was like, oh, okay, I can get, I can get on board with this because um, I wasn't looking for another drug. I was looking for an alternative. Sure. Um, so it, it sort of came out of that and um, have just been going ever since, you know, doing our research and figure it out. And then, of course, COVID shut us down from being able to do a whole lot. And um, here we are still going strong and have a couple of products that we particularly like. Did a lot of research on products, whether they were, you know, everything that we have had to be third party tested just because of who I am. Um, so we just sort of moved forward from there. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a journey. <laughs> now, do you do you obviously with marijuana becoming le you know, more mainstream, uh, there's a lot of information out there. Do you find that a lot of people are still unclear as to the distinction between, you know, cannabis uh, they get high with, and then, you know, what you do at Hempdale Soul with your CBD products that actually don't have any, um, psych psych what's the, what's the word? Psychoactive, psych psychoactive ingredients yeah. in them or um, components to them. Do you find that a lot of people uh, are still unfamiliar with this? Absolutely. The majority of what I do is education. Okay. You know, the education piece is super important. I want to be an educated consumer. So I want people to also be educated as consumers. Um, so yes, I, I get it at least once a day where somebody's like, Oh, that's just marijuana. Oh, that's, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. Cousins, they're cousins. You know, they're two different plants. Um, and the main difference is the THC level. So in hemp, the THC level has to be, and it's federally legal. It's legal everywhere. There's some countries where it's not legal still. Really? Um, yeah, like Canada, it's legal in Canada, but you're not allowed to bring it in to Canada. 
<laughs> but it's legal. They just want you to buy it there. Okay. Um, yeah. So every country is different. Um, but in the U.S., 0.3% of THC, less than, is the legal limit. And nobody ever is going to get high from that, ever. Um, and anything greater than that, they put into the marijuana category. So most of the marijuana products that are sold in the dispensaries, which is a place where you can buy medical marijuana, which is legal in Florida. Yeah. Um, it's usually 10% THC um, is their minimum. And they're adding it to the products. It's not, that's not how it's grown. This is how it's processed. Um, it has to be less than 0.3. And if it happens to be one of those crops that grows and it's too high, they have to destroy the crop. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it is, it's very interesting. There's a whole science behind all of it. Um, <clears throat> initially, we weren't allowed to say it did anything. So anything that I did say to people was anecdotal. Mm. You know, this one tells me this, this one's told me this, you know, this family member's having great results. This one, my dog, <laughs> my yeah, dog. I was, was going to say, right. There's all <laughs> sorts of applications, DVDs, um, and just, I'm fascinated with plant medicine as a whole, right? Not just CBDs, but everything. I mean, it seems that there is a plant in nature for almost any ailment, right? Like, like it, something exists naturally in nature um, that can oh, help yeah. with any problem. And I mean, it, I, you know, we're, I we're can so throw quick. you off course even with cocoa. You know, cocoa. Uh, cacao. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, cacao. You're talking about cocoa, 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 cacao. What are we talking about? No, we're talking about cocaine. The oh, cocoa. Okay. The, the cocoa, cocoa leaf. Yeah. Okay. You know, other countries, they just chew it and it just gives them some stimulation, but it's yep. not a drug. Yeah, it's, it's, we, yeah. When you take when you take it and process it with gasoline or whatever the whatever the heck they do to make cocaine, <laughs> then it becomes then it becomes bad. But the actual leaf bad. in nature yeah. is not a yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sense. you know. So in other countries, they serve coca tea. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just it's just something like caffeine. They use it the same the same way. So yeah, no, you're right. Everything everything has the ability to heal on one level in its natural form. You just need to know what it is. Um, it's one of the reasons I became an herbalist as well. I mean, that was my newest addition to certifications that I keep adding because um, I wanted to know more about how herbs, how different plants impact what we're doing. I know it, I, I, I grow uh, the Cuban oregano in my backyard and Cuban oregano is really good for sore throats and when you feel like you're coming down with a cold. So it's like there's there's all kinds of things. But, yeah, I'm definitely interested in plant healing. Um, I got to come pick up some Cuban oregano. I woke up this morning and my throat's a little scratchy. So absolutely. Um, I definitely <laughs> need some Cuban, Cuban oregano. So, okay. So herbalist, hemp del sol, uh, prior to that, why don't you talk a little bit about, I know that you, um, you were involved. I mean, everything you do kind of fits together and you were involved with um, trauma healing and therapy. Right. Talk a little bit about your background prior to starting hemp del sol. Okay. So, I could, I could like go, woo, you know, if we had one of those little <laughs> wheels, it's like, ooh, back to the, the flashbacks. Um, you know, I grew up in, in what I didn't know was a traumatic family and had a lot of trauma and things like that. There was a lot that was going on. Um, and <clears throat> as a young adult, uh, I had a mother who was super supportive of encouraging therapy. So, we went to family therapy, got into, and then I asked to go to my own therapist. I did that. After about seven or eight years um, in therapy, 
working through my life, living through, you know, living my life. I had a baby and my son's now 35 and he um, really it, my, just rocked my world, changed my entire life. And I was seeing a therapist at the time and I had no direction. I was working for the phone company. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And um, I just loved being a mom. She says to me, what do you want to do? You're going to be finishing your bachelor's degree soon. And, you know, I have a bachelor's in fine art and sculpting and in photography. And it was just because it was fun and I really enjoy the arts. And she said, what do you want to do? And I was like, I really like what you do. And she said, I think you'd be amazing at it. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. So, and I had always been one of those people where all the friends were coming to me for advice. And I mean, I'd been doing it my whole life. So I then got into graduate school. So what was interesting is that my mother was in graduate school to be a family therapist. My sister was in Texas to be a family therapist coming out of the Air Force. My mom was a psych nurse. I was, I was working for the phone company and out on maternity leave. And I, we all came from these really divergent, you know, these really weird paths and all ended up at St. Thomas University in North Miami getting our master's degree in marriage and family therapy. My mom was a year ahead of us and my sister moved back from Texas and then we all ended up at the university together. My sister and I took a lot of classes together. So that was a lot of fun. And from that, my mom's like, hey, fathers and sons have been doing, you know, family businesses forever. Why can't mothers and daughters? So in 1991, we opened up with a single bay, you know, little three little rooms, our first private practice and the transformation project. And we ran support groups for abuse survivors. We worked a lot in the substance abuse community. And I'm still here. My sister and I are still here. My mom passed away in 2011, but her and I have kept this company going now for 32 years. So over the course of that, we found that the pharmaceutical industry went, Ooh, everybody was on medication. Everybody needed something. And it was just like, this was crazy. Have so, you seen the, have you seen the movies, uh, the, the recent one on uh, Netflix painkiller? And then there was the one dope sick on Hulu. I think it was, have you seen those I, about I've the opiate, the about Purdue pharma and the opiate, opiate yeah. epidemic? <laughs> yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah, and it is, it really is. Yeah. Um, and so I myself am super, super sensitive to medication. I don't like to take anything. Opiates make me violently ill um, you know, and there, there's, I think that medication and medicine in general has a place in the world. It has an absolute place for people that are like insulin dependent. You know, you come into the world, your pancreas isn't working, you know, you've got to do something. Yep. But the, um, an emergency medicine, I would never, I'm in recovery, but I would never say no to a morphine shot if I am in a hospital and then that much pain. It, yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, I broke my arm in January and, and <laughs> I went to the hospital and they gave me a shot in one arm of Toradol. Didn't touch it. It came out in the waiting room an hour later and said, would you like a shot of morphine? And I actually had to second guess. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, do, do I? <laughs> please, you know, cause it was the first thing that actually took the edge off of the break, mm. but no emergency medicine. Absolutely. But there are alternatives for almost every other treatment. I yeah. just 
read an amazing book that I, I listened to, and then I bought a couple copies of it. Is Ancient Remedies, um, Doctor Josh Axe. He's I don't know. He's written a bunch of books, but this was the first one that popped up. And there's a whole chapter on CBD. Chapter seven, the whole thing is on CBD. And he actually gives you dosing. He gives you everything that you need to know for all these different illnesses for using CBD, um, <clears throat> along with other herbs and vitamins and foods and everything else. But it was fascinating to me that there was an entire chapter devoted to CBD. So yeah. it, so through the course of our practice and with Big Pharma wanting everybody to be on medication, I have been looking for alternatives. So I've always had like crystals in the office. Um, I've recommended lavender for like helping people calm down, but there was nothing really official. So CBD was the first thing that we at the Transformation Project said, all right, we're going to dive into this and we're going to do the research. We're going to figure out what, what is it and how is it effective? So I have, so my other sister, Melinda Lawless Coker, who's also a psychologist, who's also a, you know, maybe we'll have her on here as my special guest. Absolutely. Um, she is, um, she's a science head, you know, I, I come, and this is what I used to tell people to describe the difference between the way we did therapy. For me, I have a bachelor's in draw in art, you know, a BFA, and I'm really good with the creative and all of that. Her bachelor's is in chemistry, pre-med, you know? So she's the science person. So we were like, all right, we've got a really good team to be able to do some research and development. And I have another sister who worked for Big Pharma and hated it and wanted out of it and ended up getting released from it when companies merged and all that business stuff that I don't understand, you know, the severance package and go on your way. Um, after about a year, she's like, I really need to find something to do. And I said, all right, let's the three of us figure this out. So that sister, Melanie Walser, she actually went and started researching a lot of different um, companies, CBD companies, probably went through about 400 of them and uh, found Veritas Farms. That was the first product that we carried. It was a uh, family-owned farm, single source. It was grown there, manufactured, produced, and shipped from the farm. I mean, they've changed a little bit now, but the product is still good. But every batch, everything they did was third-party tested. It's, I, I'm, I'm really big on the science and the third-party testing. Even my vitamins. I make sure my vitamins are third-party third tested every batch. You know, a lot of vitamins are randomly third-party tested. No, the vitamins that I take are third-party tested every... It, it's just important to me because I want to know what I'm putting in my body. Exactly. Yeah. That's so super important. It was, it was... There There was no real science out there, although I've done some little background checking now, and I know that the government has been researching this for about 20 years and using it, and they actually created a pharmaceutical that was CBD to help people um, with some particular ailments like seizures and or cancer, um, cancer care, cancer care. But cancer. yeah, so the, 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 the National Institute of Health, the government, I mean, they've been involved with it in the background. So I'm really grateful that it is completely legal, that it's federally legal. Um, and that this company, everything was third party tested. We we tried it on the dog first, and she did great after the, <laughs> the, the guinea pig or the guinea dog. 
you know, it's any, any new product that there's not a lot out there. Um, it, it's, you know, you got to find guinea pigs. So. I, I hope the animal rights groups aren't listening to this. They'll be very, very happy with you, Mary Lisa. <laughs> so, she did amazing. And I wasn't, that's one of the things do no harm. You know, that's something that I live by. So I knew that it wasn't going to be harmful. I just didn't know how helpful it would be. That's the difference. I knew there was not going to cause any harm because I'd done enough research before I ever administered any of it. But I also knew that it may or may not work. So that's that's a, a big component. Do no harm. And um, and I say that to people now, you know, it's it's like any supplement. It may or may not work for you. And everybody's dosage is different with what they need for what particular thing is going on with them. And it's it's play around with it. Tell people start low, go slow, and just uh, move on from there. Just trying to figure out what's in your best interest, what's going to work the best for you. And um, my daughter was my next guinea pig, Shawnee. She's my, my youngest. And she's on the spectrum. So she's very black and white with what she thinks. And um, it's just who she is. And she's amazing. Um, but her, she came to me after five days and she's like, thank you, mom. It's really helped me with my anxiety. I was like, all right. That's and wonderful. Talk about, yeah. Talk about uh, confidence in, in the products that you have, right? You, you, you have your daughter take it on the spectrum and she's having a wonderful outcome from it. I mean, clearly you're onto something there. So definitely doing some good work and you can see you really just want to help people, help educate the community, um, and have people, uh, ultimately get a lot out of this and, and do a lot of good. So, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it, it's, it's, it, I can, I have the ability to do this one-on-one -on -one with people, but the goal of the podcast for me and just being able to get more out into the community is to be able to do this on a, you know, on a bigger scale, you know, for people to hear the things that are safe that aren't safe. I mean, there are some good CBD products out there. Um, Charlotte's Web has been around forever and has an amazing backstory. It's 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 a good product. It's a lot more expensive than my products, you know, than the products I carry. So some of it's just about price, but there are good products out there. Um, and all of it has to do with just find what works best for you. Not everybody's going to be. A lot of people like government employees, they're afraid of doing anything with THC, even a trace amount. And the government, for as much research as they've done and been a part of it, um, bans their employees from taking anything with THC. So I only have one product that's considered um, child safe um, that is THC free. It's just an isolate. You know, maybe that's something that we'll talk about at some point is the differences, oh, yeah. you know, when we have time. Yeah, um, so, so many, so many topics to talk about, and I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more and, and helping to, again, dispel this myth out in the broader community uh, about CBDs and, and really other natural holistic medicines, because everybody in our society is you know, so quick to look for that instant quick fix and take some kind of pharmaceutical or medication to fix their problems. And they are all just band-aids, right? They just treat surface yeah. issues. Um, so definitely excited to dig deeper into this whole space with you. Mary Lisa, always a pleasure. Looking forward to our next episode and to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Thank we'll you very you. much. And I am excited about the journey.
All right. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hemp Del Soul podcast. Explore our wide range of organic products at hempdelsoul.com. That's H-E-M-P-D-E-L-S-O-U-L.com. Or contact 954-854-1039.